Hey guys, welcome in. This is a big, big step for us. First guest we have on the show, our boy Tommy. He uh, joined the group a couple years back. Uh, every year we do a Ryder Cup um, between kind of his team. He went to Auburn, Roll Tide, and uh, his boys from college, some boys from home, and then kind of my friends here from in Texas, including Vince, Jake, a couple other guys from around the U.S. Uh, third year we've done the Ryder Cup. Um, this year we went down to Miami, Trump Doral, 20 of us, 10 guys on my team, 10 guys on his team. His team's holding the cup. Uh, from their victory last year, we went to Atlanta. Uh, we've had some some great weather. First two tournaments, we kind of had a little shaky weather forecast down in Miami, and it ended up being a beautiful week. So, uh, Tom, go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you where you typically play, what's in the bag right now, and then uh, we'll get into some Dural talk. Well, appreciate y'all having me on, guys. Uh, you know, it's, it's an honor being first guest. <laughs> Uh, I don't know how this is going to go, so we'll see. Sometimes uh, I think it's Vinny because he just says three words and then. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely uh, thought in the background, no doubt. But uh, but yeah, right now uh, handicap says I'm around a nine. I don't know if that's that's accurate, uh, but I like hitting the ball. I like hitting uh, hitting driver. Uh, it doesn't really matter if it's needed or not. Uh, and then. You know, irons are questionable most days, and then chipping and putting is well below average. So, uh, you know, it makes for fun rounds. You know, if I can start out with a couple pars. And this guy, every I think every time I've ever played around with Tom, Benny can probably attest to this. First hole, guy rips driver down the middle every time, makes par on the first hole, and then rattles off like double, double, triple. It's the most incredible thing I think I've ever seen. He's definitely not a warm-up guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm very against uh, warming up. You know, no need to waste I all mean, the good shots so many, on the range. Yeah, you only you know, have so many shots. Uh, so no need to, to waste them all, hitting them on the range. But uh, it takes me a little while to get, get loosened up, but I don't know what it is about the first hole. Uh, just pump a driver and then hope for par. <laughs> And go from there. Well, hey, if you've actually, if you looked at my USGA scores over the last four years, I think I'm about 600 par on the first hole, and then I'm about a combined 300 over on the remaining holes. So I'm, I'm also a big game hunter on the first hole, and then it just goes to shit from there. <laughs> uh, so you're born and raised in Alabama. Born and raised, yeah. Moved out here uh, 2013 and been here ever since. So, um, you know, didn't play much golf growing up. Started, kind of got the bug after college and then moved out here and met all, met Doug and Vinny and all them and, and uh, pretty much play every weekend when I can. Awesome. So last or two weeks ago now, I guess the 20 of us went down to Trump Doral, uh, flew in from kind of all over the U.S., most of the guys here from, from Texas and kind of the Alabama, Florida area and uh, went down to Doral. Like I said earlier, Tom's Tom's team's holding the cup. They won last year after they throttled us, really, in Atlanta. Um, and I guess, Vinny, I'm going to let you jump in here. Kind of thoughts on on your experience down there. We won't talk so much about the golf, but what did you think about the overall experience of the, the hotel resort itself? I know for me, it was my first time in Miami. I think for you as well, Vinny, maybe Tom. So what did you guys think about the city itself? Um and kind of the experience before we jump into what we thought about the golf course. I mean, there's five things I loved and one thing I, I probably disliked. Um, 
everything's right on the resort. That's great. That's key for having a big group. I think it was easiest. It made playing any rounds, coordinating dinners, beers, um, uh, coordinating anything really. In fact, it was all there. Probably the way to go now. It's gonna be hard to beat, I think, or find um, resorts like that that are easy to get to. No, I think it's less than 10 miles from the airport. Um, golf was great, so that doesn't matter. We won. That also doesn't matter. Uh, food was expensive because it's still a resort. That's pretty much it. Though the food was very good, it was pricey. So is that the thing you hated the most was the, the price of the food? Yeah, I think that's a little overkill. Especially for how many people were there, conferences. I think that they have enough foot traffic to... Re- uh, maybe not need to gouge as much. Yeah, but it's it's Donald. Donald Trump. He's got to get the get the high prices for things. Uh, but I agree. I think I know for me, it was my first time in Miami. I really enjoyed the city. Uh, we actually ended up playing at uh, Miami Beach Golf Club Thursday just for the group of us that were here, that were in early. I think it was ten of us. Yeah, ten. So we had 10 people in early. We played in Miami Beach Golf Club, which actually ended up working out perfectly for us because the weather on the island was sunny, a little windy, but I guess over by the resort, it was pouring rain. So ended up being a great day for us. They got, that golf course had some of the most well-manicured fairways I've ever seen. The greens were okay, but, uh, you know, not great, but uh, they took care of us there. So I appreciate uh, Miami Beach for having us out um, that Thursday before. But then yeah, we went to the resort. Uh, I mean, it's basically all inclusive, right? You, they have a bunch of what I would consider cabins. They were kind of different lodging buildings named villas. after, yeah, villas, named after different people. I think Tom and I stayed in the Ben Hogan, Ben Hogan, yeah, Ben Hogan building. But they also had Tiger and Phil and Arnie and all these other buildings, which was it was awesome. They had a big pool, um, and then they had a couple bars and restaurants around the facility, so you didn't have to just you know congregate around one bar every night. Uh, which I thought was great. They had a few stores on. They actually had like a Lacoste store and some other crazy um, apparel places. So really cool. Their their pro shop was top notch. I know, I know you guys can talk about it a little bit, but and Tom probably spent about nine hundred dollars in the pro <laughs> shop. But um, both pro shops, right? So they had two pro shops: one for the Blue Monster, one for just kind of regular Trump Doral. Um, but uh, yeah, Tom, what do you think about the, the whole experience? Oh, that was great. Uh, the you know the trip down there Thursday got off to a little rocky start. You know our flight was delayed and learned that you can't buy alcohol at the airport until 7 a.m. So that was a <laughs> you know wake up call, I guess. Uh, go up to the bar and try to order a Bloody Mary. And ladies like it's 6:30 in the morning. We can't serve you till seven. So when our flight was delayed, I was right there at the bar at seven and had a couple you know screwdrivers and a Bloody Mary and. Got on the plane, had a few more, and then uh, since we were late, you know, arriving in Miami, we had to go straight to Miami Beach, and uh, you know they were nice enough to hold all of our bags for us because we had golf travel bags and luggage and everything else, and they put them in a room for us and then sent us on our way. So uh, Miami Beach was it was fun. It was a nice course. Uh, my favorite holes on that one were the first three. I part all of those, and then. <laughs> got to number four and pumped a drive and then proceeded to make seven. So, uh, kind of went downhill after that, but, but, uh, yeah, the fairways were unbelievable. The yeah, greens were, were tough. They were slow when you're putting on them, but you couldn't hold anything on them. 
was oh, really no, windy. It must have been blowing 30 miles an hour out there. I mean, I think that one par three on the back nine, I believe, was probably playing <clears throat> 210 from the yardage, and it was probably playing about 230. I think uh, I played with JR and, and Jamie, and they both hit driver, I think, to pin high. Actually, they hit great shots, and I think I tried to hit the, the 909 five wood and hit it 400 yards right. It was probably the first time I haven't hit it straight. But, um, yeah, so – Miami Beach was great. And then then we get to the resort. Everybody gets in Friday, you know, Thursday night late, Friday morning. We we did some activities downtown in Miami Thursday night uh, that can't get spoken about on podcast, but great time in the city. <laughs> um, and then Friday morning we kind of had off, which I, I really enjoyed. Uh, I know Vince and myself and a couple other guys went to the pool. Some guys were already drinking. Some guys got out on the, on the range early. Um, and we played the, you know, they have four golf courses at Trump Doral for people that, that haven't been to the resort or, or, or looking at going down there. Uh, all four were fantastic. We're going to we're gonna get into them here in a second, but all four mm-hmm. top class. Uh, obviously, the Blue Monster is what it's most well known for. They had the tour event there for a long time. Uh, you get a caddy on that course. And then they've got three other courses, which I'm not sure people know about or not, but uh, fantastic place. Uh, we played four rounds. So we started off Friday afternoon, uh, best ball. And then Saturday morning Fox. on the Silver Fox. And then Saturday morning, we played the Blue Monster, which was also best ball. Uh, Saturday afternoon, we played Red Tiger. Red Tiger. Uh, alternate shot. And then Sunday morning uh, for singles matches, we played the Golden Palm. So four great golf courses, all between, you know, 6,900 to 6,500 for the alternate shot course. And then the Blue Monster was a little bit longer. Obviously, if you play from the tips, we didn't. We played up a little bit. But uh, facilities were first class. Uh, They had the biggest, one of the biggest putting greens I've ever seen. I know we talked about Blue Jack last week. Blue Jack's more of a a longer putting green, like 300 yards. I would consider it's huge. This one was more of a huge circle. Um, with, you know, lots of holes. The greens were really fast. Uh, and then they had a beautiful driving range. Um, Tom, a little bit from you, what what what, what goes into your thoughts when we're, we're thinking about putting pairings together, let's say for Friday afternoon? Are you thinking more, you know, you just want people to play together that haven't played together before, friends you haven't seen in a while? What kind of goes into your, your thought process and putting teams together? My Friday pairings were, uh, you know, I based them, a lot of my friends, you know, we're all kind of spread out. Most are back home, and and even if they are back in the states, they don't live in the same city, so they don't get to play with each other very often. So Friday was more of a play with who you want to play with, uh, play who you know with whoever you're comfortable with. Uh, you know, those kind of rounds are fun. I got to play with a friend that lives in Florida that I haven't seen in over a year. So uh, Friday's more of trying to just have a fun round. While also still, you know, getting good matchups, uh, Doug and I go through the matchups, you know, beforehand and and uh, trying to pair up, you know, those who are playing together against a team that could produce a good match. So I think for the most part, all weekend, we had pretty close matches. Uh, I think you were up what y'all's team was up one going into Sunday. We were we were up. Yeah, I think up one. That's that's right, or maybe two, one or two. I, I mean, two going into Sunday. 
so I think we after Friday we were up three to two. We had a we actually didn't finish the round. We only played about fourteen holes because there was lightning right on top of my head. So we had to we stopped playing. Um, and then Saturday morning, uh, Blue Monster. I think after the Blue Monster it was tied. It was. I think it was yeah. six six after the Blue Monster, and then alternate. I think we won maybe three and a half points in alternate shot. So we were up like a point and a half going into singles, maybe yeah. something like that. And then, um, you know, I think we won whatever, six of the 10 matches and or six of the nine matches in singles. Um, Cause both teams actually had someone that, that showed or had to leave a little early. So ended up working out. We had even numbers for singles on Sunday. Um, but let's, let's get into the, so we played the first golf course, which was a silver Fox Friday. I know we only played about 14 holes, but let's help Jake, uh, you know, kind of feel like he was at the golf course for those of our listeners that, that don't know Jake didn't make the trip this year, but, uh, we, 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 we still had a great time. We wish he was there. Hopefully he'll be there next year. Um, silver Fox was a great golf course. It was about 7,000 miles away from the clubhouse. So we all get paired up with the, the marshal who drives us out there. We thought we had all the teams with us when we drove out there. It was literally Jake, not like if we had trying to give you directions from the clubhouse, there's no way you would have made it. So it was 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 a 10 minute ride to the other side of the, at least 10 minutes away. It had to be three miles from the clubhouse, three or four miles from the clubhouse. I mean, beautiful (laughs) drive. We went through like three of the courses, different holes. And then you go over this long bridge that like goes over the main highway and then takes you into this back neighborhood where they have the silver Fox hole. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I know the last, you know, two or three holes, I was kind of focused on the weather because it wasn't great. But uh, Vinny, Tom, kind of what were your thoughts about Silver Fox holes that you liked the most? Um, yeah, I think we'll get into that. Tom, we'll let you go first. Lots of water. I think there was think water was on the, 16 of the 18 holes, they said, and they weren't lying. I think there was a theme there was everywhere. water right? it was, everywhere. There was if, probably water on 16 of the 18 holes on every golf course. Yeah, and if there's water on one side, there's bunkers on the other and bunkers in the middle of the fairway. So uh, I, s- I seem to find a lot of those bunkers throughout the weekend. But but uh, Silver Fox, yeah, I think I was playing with Vinny, and we only got through nine holes, and then we were about to tee off on 10, and it felt like a – bolt of lightning hit right next to us so i think we all just kind of said okay that's it let's let's go in and uh but i i enjoyed it uh the first hole obviously just the adrenaline going uh that was that was a lot of fun i think we had Vinny had the gopro out you know taking everybody's yeah. swings on the first hole so so uh yeah silver fox we didn't get to see the whole course but uh from from what we got to play it was it was a lot of fun. Lots of water. Right. Uh, <laughs> what'd you, Vinny, what did you think? You know, it wasn't, uh, I think maybe we made mention of this. It wasn't my most uh, memorable front nine in comparison to the other three rounds we played. So, uh, I mean, it, it played well. There's definitely a lot of danger all over. So, uh, for yeah, me especially, you- I think I hit three fairway bunkers on the front nine. So, can I um, can I just jump in for a second? Because obviously, like you said, I wasn't there. But I actually, I actually had two questions that I've been sitting here thinking about. First one: um, Are we going to call it the Ryder Cup forever, or do we have like an official name for this like our own group event? So we actually have renamed it the Gentlemen's Cup, and oh, we got I the lo- we got the 
we got the logo ready. We're, so I guess we should start with this. So for people that don't know, and we're going to post some content on our YouTube channel, which we're working on setting up right now, uh, probably in the next you know 10 to 14 days. But uh, our, our logo now is the Ryder Cup logo. Uh, obviously, that's a trademarked logo, so you can't like put the European and the U.S. flag up. So we removed those flags. We still have the... Uh, the trophy in the middle and instead of nothing in the middle we basically put it in there so it looks like a burrito so there's like corona or those Equis <laughs> bottles popping out of our 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 rider cup logo uh it's really cool looking we ended up putting rider cup underneath it but i think we've made the decision to switch it to the gentleman's cup just to kind of make it something of our own um we also we also every year put you know the state flag that we're going to uh on the shirt so this year was florida last year was uh, obviously georgia and then the year before that was uh was texas and and, and we'll talk about the previous rider cups and some some episodes down the road but uh yeah, so you know, it's not we call it the Ryder Cup just so people can generalize with it, but we actually call it the Gentleman's Cup. Yeah, I love that name. Um, I think that's cool too. Uh, when I was down in Texas recently, and you guys showed me the logo, I was I was pretty bummed that I wasn't going this year just for the like the gear alone, having all the, the towels and the shirts and all the other <laughs> stuff with the gear that was sick. We really um, come a long way since those just plain blue and red shirts that we wore yeah, the first year, huh? Yeah, yeah, we've grown up a little bit. Um, but the, I think the other thing, too, is so, you know, when you guys told me you're going to Doral and, and I knew it wasn't going to work out, uh, I was just kind of like checking out the golf courses. And uh, Tom said, it. I think you guys might have picked like the most like penal set of golf courses you could have gone to. Because I looked at some I looked at some aerials, man, and you're, you're squeezing some stuff into some very, very uh, small windows out there. That's for sure. A lot, a lot of water, a lot of bunkering. Um really tight really tough so that that's pretty that was pretty crazy too i mean i, I think that was probably a uh, an interesting test of our format for having like just a group of guys going out you know for like a boys weekend essentially i think that uh i, I mean i think you're 100 right it was very very tough all the courses were the same way i mean water on pretty much every hole uh, mostly around the greens uh, and then some very tough tee shots i think that like if we were to bring Richard on the show and even myself when I'm, I'm not playing well right now, but if I were playing well and I was playing in an event, uh, you know, for, for money or some like, let's say a USGA event, I probably would not be hitting driver on a lot of those holes just because there's, there's, there's bunkers about that, about that range on every tee shot where you could really be hitting driver and five wood off and just hitting, you know, you may be hitting a little bit longer iron shot in, but, uh, yeah, definitely very, very challenging. Um, I think just to kind of close out the Silver Fox, I agree, Vinny. I think it wasn't my favorite. Uh, you know, maybe there were some holes there on the back nine that that might have changed my mind. I did. I was able to play, I think, three or four of the holes on the back. But, uh, yeah, I agree. It was kind of the – I would say it was just kind of a general layout, really, like water down the sides of every fairway. And then nothing really complex about the green. You know, it was it was fun. I thought it was it was enjoyable for best ball um, with the guys because again, like Tom said, you know, it, I, I kind of go the same way on the day one. Some of my guys are new on the team this year, so I kind of went with everybody that knew somebody. Um, and, and I think it was just it was easier for people to familiarize themselves with the rest of the team um, as we got things going, and then also gets them into the that mind that mindset, huh? That we're not not just playing a regular round of golf, right? We're trying to play for something. We have some pride, like some of these guys only play a couple rounds a year and, uh, you know, to have the trophy on the line, I think means something to some of the guys. I know it does to me. I love beating the hell out of Tom's team every year, 
I was hoping we'd be undefeated every year, but that didn't happen last year. But um, hopefully we can go. And we'll talk a little bit about the records because going into the, the Ryder Cup, Vinny was the only guy we had on the team who was undefeated. And uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that at the end, but we're just going to say that Tom stepped in there. He was 7-0 and and took old Vinny down. So Vinny finished the, this Ryder Cup at 7-1 and record total, which is still the best record we have and is right. pretty incredible for the guy who hits the ball 190 yards off the tee. But... Um, I was going to say we shit on the team. Good partners. That's what it sounds it like. Must, I'm, you're right. You, you know, I probably give him some partners that just carry him every time. That's that's probably a good You gave good call me a guy Tom. who was shorter than me on the Blue Monster. <laughs> how how does were, that even work? Because you played against Tom. You're supposed to beat Tom every time. Tom hits the ball 60 yards past me. But he hits it left and right every time. I, think, I, think I don't know where it's I going. Think there was I a fatal it. coaching error over there. Um, oh it's okay. boy, it's okay. the captain! He's it's okay. the captain under the bus. So on, the ca- on, on, on Friday, was his back was sore because Vinny was just hacking it up up there. Oh, thank God! Thank <laughs> God, God we only playing with him. I was just carrying him. There was a massive thank you for only playing about ten holes Friday. Yeah, yeah. I, and it actually, my day. I think it worked out perfectly, dude, because we we had a sweet deal with the. Uh, the Marlins uh, down in Miami. The Braves were in town. A lot of us are from Atlanta or around that area. And uh, so we went to see the the best team in baseball, Jake, play. And uh, and um, we had a great time. That stadium is beautiful, by the way. So anybody's down in the Miami area, you, you like baseball, I would, I would highly recommend going to the stadium. Um, even though you always know you can get a yeah. seat. Yeah, even though it's, it's empty, it the was, lights aren't even on in the upper deck. Jake, there wasn't one person in the upper deck. people in the entire stadium. <laughs> There were more Braves fans there than there were Marlins fans. It was embarrassing. Not surprising. But anyways, then so then we finished Friday. It's it, we're up three to two. We're going into Saturday morning. We're playing best ball in the Blue Monster. Everybody's got caddies. Um, my caddy Khan, shout out to him. He was awesome. He he caddies at uh, I think there's a Trump course outside of DC. Um, so he 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 caddies there in the summer. So anybody's there, ask for him. He's a good dude. Um, and then he, tra- he caddies down at, at Trump Doral in, in the winter time. Um, so we started on the Blue Monster. We played best ball uh, up three two. I played who did I play with? I played with Frank, uh, who's one of my buddies from New Jersey. I'm actually going up to New Jersey to uh, play at his his course this weekend, and then hit the hit the PGA. Uh, I know we discussed that earlier in the episode. So gonna excited to see him again. Um, so we play the Blue Monster. Uh, I know for me, it, it seemed long, right? We played we played up a couple tees, and we had some combo tees where we moved up on some of the par threes because a couple of the par threes were like two thirty um, into a thirty mile per hour wind. Yeah, and it, and it it really was windy the whole weekend because there was a you know a tropical storm off of the coast blowing in some weather. We got a little bit of rain every day. It, luckily, it didn't affect the Saturday and Sunday rounds, but. Uh, I mean, I really enjoyed the Blue Monster. It really lived up to its name for me. Um, some great holes. The the number nine, which is kind of the famous hole out there, is this long par three going back to the clubhouse over all of water. Uh, Island Green, there's a big bunker left. Um, and then 10, which I actually birdied 10, is this awesome hole, which is right next to the driving range. So there's these big palm trees going down the right-hand side and then this mammoth lake down the left. Big par five. Dogwood left. Dog leg left the whole way, really. And then it dog legs right back towards the green. Um, 
protected by bunkers once you get it into the fairway if you carry the water which i was lucky to do and then i pounded a three wood down in front of the green and made a great birdie actually had to make birdie because the group i was playing against we gave them about 1200 shots so um they made a par there but uh, i ended up losing at the blue monster i think two and one maybe or i think two and one uh or one and two i don't remember whatever it was um but i had a great time there we had a chance to – oh, no, we lost uh, – yeah, we lost on the 18th hole. So we had a chance to tie it, actually. We came down from three, three back. We're down one on the 18th tee, so we kept ourselves in it. I had a great time that day. Benny, Tom, what did you guys think? What was your favorite holes out there? Um, was that your favorite golf course? If not, we can get to which one it was later. Yeah, Blue Monster was definitely my favorite. Uh, number 10 was probably my favorite. I think I made like probably a 30-footer. Vinny was in my group, so uh, – I think I think it was probably a 30, 35 footer downhill, and uh, it, it rolled in. Uh, the part three on number nine, you know, there's water, there's nothing but water right, and you know the caddy said, okay, there's water right, and so that's the last thing I'm thinking about, and I just straight pull it straight right into the water, <laughs> and uh, Tom's and a lefty, then, everybody. We have we have one oddball. He's a lefty. The witch, uh, but so number nine is not as memorable for me, but number ten was, and then uh, you know our our group was fun because Vinny's partner, I, I think he hit probably like twenty or twenty five bunkers throughout the round. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think he had he hit nineteen bunkers. Yeah, I mean he was having a meltdown. Uh, so that was fun <laughs> to watch, but but. Uh, I think we closed them out on number 15. Yeah, it was four and three, uh, I believe. Yeah, yeah you guys had so, a good ass kicking, sadly. Yeah. Vinny's first ass kicking and only ass kicking. So, I mean, you can't really be that mad about it. You know, not, and, I think if there was a course to lose on, that was the one. It, it probably had my number from the get go when it heard 210. So. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the wind makes it extremely difficult. But even if you miss in the rough, they, the the grass they have is what they consider the rough there. If, I mean, you have you lose your ball very easily, and even if you find it, just getting it out is an accomplishment. And so that, that's a uh, true. That's really true to state. You didn't realize it. I don't think I realized it. Um, it's the only course that has a third cut of rough. Um, no other courses had St. Augustine grass on the edges. So. Um, most of them were pine straw or they were cut down to the path, um, a little bit thicker Bermuda or whatever that fairway was. But they had St. Augustine along the Blue Monster, which made you ha- didn't have a choice but to hit a high lofted club to, out of that. There were, there were no options. I think I lost 14 golf balls in this trip. So I, I was all over the map and I saw a lot of that, a lot of all the golf courses. Um, Vinny, I know Blue Monster wasn't your favorite golf course, so I'm not even going to ask. So Saturday afternoon, we play our alternate shot, which for me is, my I think, the most fun format because you, yeah, you never get to play that during the year, right? I mean, maybe one time you'll play with your friends on like a bachelor party or something, but um, I always really enjoy alternate shot. It turns into a booze match really for us because people kind of let loose a little bit um, and really – we had some great pairings, actually, in alternate shot. I think of the – there was five matches. Four of the five were either only giving one shot to the other team or they played flat. 
which was awesome. So we had some great matches. Um, and then of course my match, I had to give six shots cause it was me and Birdwell, who's a four and I'm a three and we had to give them six shots, but it, it ended up working out. We won on the 18th hole actually. So it was another great match. Um, but I know, I know Vinny's answer to this and I I'm kind of on the same boat. That was my favorite golf course out there. Um, it was the red, was it red dragon, red, red tiger, tiger, red tiger. Red and, uh, I'll let Vinny talk about it a little bit more. Cause I know he really loved this course, but it was really short from the tips. It was 6,400 yards. Um, you could really go low there. I think if you played by yourself. So if I ever go back, I'd love to just play, you know, like my best ball there. Um, but it was really fun. There was six par five. So three par fives on both sides. Um, there was six par threes. I think it was par 72, uh, Jake, you would really enjoy this, man. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, Again, a so lot fun. of water. Yeah. But uh, I think they they definitely set that up for an event. Um, you know, an am- I wouldn't say an amateur event, but more like what we did. You know, a good group outing. Um, you had six, I guess it was six par threes or whatever you said. Six par fives. Um, it still felt long for 6,400. It, it, it's just if you got in trouble, you gave yourself an opportunity to make a shot score um a little bit wider fairways it, it was just a really enjoyable round no doubt well it's our round started off go ahead, go ahead Tom. our round started off uh i think we have the first hole with eights or nines i can't remember what it was <laughs> i think we stopped keeping count but we got off to a blazing start in our group so uh after that it kind of settled down but it was definitely a different course uh you know it was just it was fun to be able to hit if you hit a good drive and it's also different just playing alternate shot because you're depending on your partner so much and you know what you might do and what they're thinking is is completely different sometimes and so uh you know my partner was you know going after the flag pretty much every time and putting it in the water the majority of those times and finally i had to be like all right like just put it somewhere in you know in play you know, the, the, our opponents were just, you know, put spray in the ball everywhere. And uh, we're doing the same thing. It was like, all right, just stop going after the flag because they put flags right at the edge of these greens and they shave down, you know, right there, you know, off the green. So if you don't hit it and you can't hold it, it's going in the water. And with the wind doing what it was, uh, it just made it that much more difficult. But it was it was a, a unbelievable round of golf. It was so much fun. I think it I think it makes for an interesting dynamic because you really do have to like see what the other team's doing and there was a couple holes like there was this one par 4 I remember it was playing into the wind and I had just watched Patty's group was right in front of me I can't remember who who from my team was playing against them but I watched both teams put three balls in the water right in front of us <laughs> and uh I'm just saying to to uh who did I play alternate shot with uh oh with Birdwell I was just saying to Bird Hey, let's just not do that. And so I hit my tee shot so far right, it wouldn't even flirt with the water. And then I think uh, the guys we were playing against, Spencer and them, they hit it even farther right. So they, we got up to the ball. Birdwell, of course, rushes because he's like too busy smoking his cigar, and he pumps one in the water. And I'm just saying it. I'm like, dude, you could have waited two minutes, let them hit, and then we could have laid up if we had to. So of course, since we pumped it in the water, then Spencer's team they just lay up to the front. And then I can't remember who he was playing with. He pumps one in the water. 
and then we dropped and then we both blade one over the green I, and i think we ended up winning the hole with like an eight and they made a 10 it was it was something crazy but i think it's fun alternate shot it makes for a great dynamic because you're really never out of the hole especially out there because there was a hazard in front of every green next to every green um and it's also difficult, right, when you go to these golf courses that you've never played before. Yes, they had, you know, the fancy carts with the little screens, but um, it's still, you know, you never really trust those things. You don't know the distances, uh, but but I really enjoyed that golf course. I think uh, it, I think it was definitely the best track out there. And not, not to say the other ones weren't great. I really enjoyed the, the entire trip, but um, I really enjoyed the, the Red, Red Tiger. Our group was, um, and once we closed out, I think we closed out on like 14 or 15. We were down two at the turn, and then I think we won six straight to close it out. Who'd you beat? Uh, Jamie and Phil. Okay. And, uh, you know, towards the end when it was, you know, you, we kind of knew how the match was going. Drinks started flowing a little bit more easier. And and then once we closed the match out, the first hole after we closed the match out was a part three. And we said, all right, well, let's just play this entire hole with nothing but a seven iron and we get up there and we all hit our shots and my partner the only birdie he had the entire weekend was putting with a seven iron <laughs> we put it to like six or seven feet and actually made the putt with a seven iron and that was his only birdie the entire weekend <laughs> so easy game it was a memorable uh memorable hole so uh we had we had a good time jake you were you're gonna say something yeah, yeah. No, I was going to say, um, well, first of all, that, that's like a super unique course. Um, I, I really didn't know much about it until I was doing a little bit of reading for tonight. But to like set it up that way with, um, you know, the, the fives and the threes, you guys picked a perfect format for it. I was going to say that the year that I played in um, the Ryder Cup or the, the Gentleman's Cup, which I like so much better, um, I, I was playing like decent golf or whatever. And Vince and I played uh, alt shot. I swear to God, I felt like it was one, maybe the most fun I'd ever had playing golf. Like it was a totally different idea. And two, like we got into this groove a couple holes in and like you sort of start to feel like invincible. If you and your partner get on the same page, you're like, all all right, you know, like I'm just going to go for this. Can you get up and down? And like you're just getting like a nod from your partner. And and I kind of loved um, that team aspect of things. Uh, So it seems like you picked really like kind of like the best course for that you pick this unique course for this really like unique and different format that you don't normally play and that's probably you know one of the big reasons why you had so much kind of uh, so much fun and such an interesting sort of rundown of what that match looked like or, or what that day looked like you know what i mean yeah, absolutely yeah we looked at it uh the really fun thing about that course for a true alternate shot was that it played um the same way on the front and back so the par fives were the same number of holes. They matched up. So oh, cool. if you played five of either, you were an even, and you played five of the six par fives, or you were an even, and you played, or an odd, and you played five of the six par threes as, as hitting the tee ball. So I had to make a choice off the rip. I took the par fives because we knew we were going to get there in two. And then uh, JR. <laughs> Something the, Vinny never says. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> played the, uh, the, play, the par threes. So... You know, it, it, so you can we, strategize a little bit with it. Absolutely. I mean, it, we said the course was 6,400. The, fir- the first hole was a 608-yard par 5. So it was still pretty long. Yeah, serious, I think that was, yeah. 
I think that was the longest hole on the golf course for sure. And Jake, I, I like what you said. I think that alternate is fun because you do get into a little bit of a rhythm when you're playing well, because, you know, I think a lot of people, especially amateurs like ourselves, you know, when we start playing bad, we, we just get worse. Right. So in alternate, you're really only focused for about, I don't know, 30 seconds every hole, because let's say I hit my tee shot. Well, then I don't need to focus on anything really until, you know, I have to hit the third shot on the hole, which is, you know, maybe a minute later or a couple minutes later after you drive to the ball. So instead of having to, you know, think about your ball, think about your shot when you're walking or driving to your ball, you're really not worried about anything. You're, you're drinking your beer. You're listening to the tunes in the cart. Uh, you're, you're shooting the shit with your partner. He hits a shot and then you get up to your third shot and then you focus for another 10 seconds where you're not having to think about the, you know, the entire hole, the entire time, which I know for me helps me, uh, st- actually helps me stay in a rhythm because I don't have to worry about, uh, keeping my timing on cause it's really just 10 seconds at a time, which, which I really enjoy. And I think alternate, yeah, really is, is a great format. Um, except for, uh, my arch nemesis, Patty, who, uh, I'm going to shout out because he's, I think he's probably Tom's best player, most consistent player for sure. Um, and he lives here in Houston with us and we, Tom says it's debatable, but we play, we play enough golf with Patty. Uh, and he's got the, I, I feel like he's so tight when he swings the golf club that he takes it back and then he just releases it, but he hits the ball a long way. Um, and he's a good player. He's probably a six handicap. He's a sandbagger, but he's a six. Um, but he's beaten me four out of my five losses in the Ryder Gentleman's Cup. Uh, the first year, and like you were saying, uh, Jake, you and Vinny were rolling it in, in uh, alternate year one in Houston. He was playing with his brother, and I think they shot like one under on the front nine together in alternate shot. And I think they closed Zach and I out like seven and six or something crazy. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, alternate, definitely my favorite format. I look forward to playing that one every year. Uh, really enjoy it. And uh, that golf course was amazing. So um, then we went into Sunday morning, last round, we're playing the golden palm. Weather's beautiful again. Uh, people aren't practicing as early as they were the day before because everybody's a little bit more hungover um, <laughs> from from drinking all night long. Um, and the Rockets had won that night, actually. They were still in the playoffs at that time, so that was a good win for us. Um, so we played Golden Palm. It's a, you know, a longer golf course, obviously, than the Red Tiger. It's 60 – it was probably 6,800 uh, from, the, from the tees that we played, which were the gold. And then we – I think we moved back on maybe one or two holes, so we played it somewhere around 6,850. Um, but uh, – it was singles. Uh, we needed four, four and a half points of the nine matches or four points of the nine matches to, to get the cup back. Uh, we ended up doing that. Uh, I really enjoyed that round. It was fun, even though I got my ass kicked by Patty. Um, I'm just not striking the ball very well, but another fun golf course, a uh, couple really good holes. I think it was number, number three it was a par five uh, across the lake. And then they're kind of an Island green. And uh, I really, I really uh, enjoyed uh, that hole. Uh, I actually pumped one in the water and lost a patty, but good hole there. And then there, there was a couple holes right after that that actually didn't have any water, which was which was kind of nice to get away from uh, the water for a little bit. But uh, Vinny, Tom, kind of thoughts on 
on that whole uh, or that course um, and, and kind of the whole weekend in general, I guess, now that we've kind of talked about all four courses, you know, would you go back? I know for myself, I definitely would go back to Doral. I know Zach was actually pushing. He's one of my guys on my team was pushing. Hey, let's just do the Ryder Cup at Doral again next year because it's really hard, I think, to to keep everybody happy. You know, Atlanta was great. We played some fantastic golf courses in Atlanta. Um, and same thing with Houston, but you know, a lot of that is it's our hometown, um, where Miami was, you know, something different for everybody. It had everything you needed within, you know, a 15 minute Uber ride. You could go downtown, hit the bars, hit the clubs. You could go to, there was a casino, um, you know, 20 minutes up the road and then you can wake up, uh, you know, out of your bed and roll out and the golf courses in your backyard, which was, you know, fantastic. I thought that the entire experience was great. Um, kind of thoughts on your singles matches, fellas, what, uh, what you guys thought about, you know, all three days, would you do it again? I definitely do it again. Uh, my singles matches, there's not really good memories from that. I got waxed pretty much, uh, from the get go. I think I won the first hole and then I think he won the second hole. And I think I was down every hole after that. I mean, I think Zach played the best he's probably played since I've you know, ever playing with him. So he was making putts just left and right. And there's nothing just when you're playing singles, there's nothing more demoralizing is when, you know, you're not expecting this guy to make a 25 footer and he puts it right in the center of the cup and he did it multiple times. And so I just, at that point of the weekend, I was exhausted. I was hungover. I was just trying to get through the round <laughs> defeated. <laughs> defeated <laughs> i think you two have to play singles every year until there's more lefties on the teams i like Late that played, i was giving him shots and and i don't think he would have needed them uh on you know that sunday round so uh it was it was a fun round still but you know when you're not playing well you're tired and hungover you know just trying to get through the round at that point for me, at I've least. seen Zach do that before, though. I've, I've played with Zach in Houston a couple times where, like, he's hitting, like, weak, high banana slices all over the course. And then, you know, suddenly he hits, like, three greens and one putts all three. And you're like, wait a second. I'm, like, beating this guy by one? How is this possible? But, yeah, I, I've seen him do that before. And he, he did it all without a five iron because his, we were playing oh, with I him on the Blue Monster. And he's, like, he's it's a part three and he's, you know, hitting a five iron and he goes back and he swings and we just hear a crack and his club literally just split at the handle. And we had, I had never seen that before. I don't think anyone in our group had seen that, but after that, I mean, it was just, it was broken. So he, he did it all without a five iron on Sunday. So more power to him. That's crazy. I think, uh, singles for me of the two of the three gentlemen's cups I've been to, uh, two and oh, seems like a good, uh, a good matchup for me being a mid handicapper. Was, well, when you hit it straight all the time, it's it's demoralizing, dude. It, like I play against you all the time. It's it, it eventually wears on your opponent when you're like, God, can you just freaking miss one here eventually? Yeah, Tom Tom paired me up with a ten handicapper, so I think I got one shot and I did win that hole, but ended up beating him five and three. So I mean, I, I shot 30, 38 on the front, so it was it wasn't anything unheard of 
It was, it was actually one of <laughs> for the, you it was. Yeah, it was very unheard of for Vinny, but it, I, I played with Vince that day, and that was actually one of the best rounds I've ever seen him put together because um, Jay can attest to this too, and Tom really is. When, when Vinny starts making a couple of mistakes – a lot of times it's just a complete disaster and he blows up and yeah. uh, he'll sh- end up shooting like 95 where Vinny he was right. He played really well on the front nine. He shot like 38 or 39. Um, he was beating Patty actually at the turn. And then he made like two or three bogeys in a row. And Spencer, you played Spencer. Is that who you played? Vinny? Yeah, I played Spencer. Yeah. Yep. Yes. So I was, Spencer, up, I was up three at the turn. Or, I'm sorry, up three I was at the up turn. three through eight. And I bogey on nine. Yeah, so you made a, a bad bogey on nine, actually, and then uh, made a bogey on ten. Or Spencer, I can't remember. Spencer made a birdie or par, but Spencer won like three holes in a row, and Benny was only up one or two after being up five. And uh, I'm thinking in the back of my head, oh god, here we go. This is this is Benny classic blow up. But he got it together, and it was one of the best rounds I've ever seen him play. I, I think he talked about it earlier in the podcast. Uh, the up and down he made on, you know, 15 or 16 to pretty much close the match out uh, from this bunker. He was standing like one foot out of the bunker, one foot in like a complete up slope on the trap. Um, just gets it out. And then he has like this 30 footer, um, you know, that breaks like six or seven feet and he just jarred it. And I was just like, wow, that is incredible. Then I can't believe you made that with that putter you have, but um uh, it, it was it was a really fun match to watch. I was I was I was proud of my boy for getting us a point. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I'd be remiss to not mention we used this this app that one of the guys on Tom's team got us on called the Golf Game Book. And for those of you guys that are listening that have a group of you that are going anywhere and you're trying to you know do some sort of a match play, I highly recommend using it because we had five groups going instead of trying to go through this big group chat. You basically just log in your teams that are playing. You all share the app with each other. And then let's say I finish hole number one. I win the hole. I put it in there and it shows that my team's up one. And so you could log in, you know, mid round and see, okay, my team, we're up in four matches. We're down in one or we're all square. And it updated in real time, which was, I thought was off actually awesome i felt like we were playing on the pga tour or playing like an actual Ryder cup because you know matches were swinging you're thinking to yourself oh i need to put pairings together tomorrow what do i need to play and you can go back and look forward and and i know that that really helped me and, and it was a really great app and i, I really appreciate you know whoever um i think it was brian yeah, that uh, that recommended it from tom's team and, and that was a great recommendation we're definitely going to use that uh, you know going forward it was nice it was nice to look up and you know see my team's color, you know, on the board. And then, you know, on Sunday, it was nice to look up and see Doug down five to Patty after like six. So <laughs> that was also nice. <laughs> that was a complete um, disaster. So uh, what's on the what's on the menu for like the uh, the upcoming years? What are, what are some options we have uh, out there? I know so, you guys were chatting about it. Yeah, so I think that, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to make a list. I think Tom actually – we sent each other like the same booking, um, you know, within like 24 hours of getting back from Miami because no, nobody wanted to work. Uh, but I think, you know, we're going to make a couple changes. We're actually going to, I think we've made a decision. Maybe I haven't finalized it yet, but we're going to go in on Thursday like we did this time. And I think we're going to play four rounds. So we'll play a Thursday afternoon round, a Friday afternoon round, and then like a Saturday midday, Sunday morning so that, 
uh, you know, guys can enjoy the amenities a little bit more. Like I know I would have enjoyed, you know, going to the pool because the weather ended up being great. And, uh, you know, people could, some people like Zach and John can go downtown if they want and, and, and party. Um, so I think we're going to make that change, which, um, I, I think it just helps everybody relax a little bit because Saturday is a really, really long day. It was hot in Miami. It was in the eighties already. You know, we played 36 holes. You get up our first tee times at like seven fifty. So the guys that have the first tee time are out on the range, you know, at seven twenty, seven thirty, And then, you know, you don't end up finishing the day until five or six o'clock. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, long day. It was, it was a lot of fun and I really enjoyed it, but I think we're going to make that change, but you know, upcoming places we're looking Pinehurst, um, cause they've got a similar feel to, to Doral. We're looking big Cedar lodge tobacco road in North Carolina. Yeah. We're going to look like the tobacco road area. I know Benny and I have played there and Vince talked about that earlier that, you know, it was a fantastic golf course. Um, and it's close to Pinehurst. We're looking. Yeah. Right. Right. So we're looking, uh, you know, Scottsdale, obviously, uh, we've got some guys on Tom's team that live out in that area. Uh, you know, Vegas will be on the list eventually. And, uh, you know, I think Tom is, is also thrown out there like whistling straights there, uh, you know, Wisconsin. up in Wisconsin, which I think would be a lot of fun. Um, a little bit pricey and a little bit hard to get kind of like big secret lodge. So uh, right. maybe a little, you know, a few years down the road, but we've got some great options. Um, and then also, you know, the Robert Trent Jones, you know, area down in Alabama, they've got, you know, 10 or 15 golf, golf courses and it's kind of easy for everybody to get to, especially Tom's team. And we've already done like a home game for us in Houston. So we'll probably have to return the favor eventually and, and play on their turf. But, uh, you know, a lot of places that are fantastic golf courses in the U S and then hopefully eventually, you know, we'll, we'll make a trip over to Ireland or, or somewhere over there and, Ooh, Scotland. and get a Ryder cup in. Yeah. In Scotland. That's the one I want, Scotland. Tom and I'm on board for that one. I'm down for Scotland at some point. Tom's going to win the lottery, he keeps telling us, and then he's going to pay for everybody's trip. So uh, I'm waiting yeah, for that day to happen so we can happen. we can fly over on Air Canty and uh, enjoy our time. Um, I think, uh, you know, with that, guys, that was a lot of information on Doral. Um, I, I want to sh- sh- uh, throw a shout-out to, to Trump Doral, uh, Dave, and uh, – and the rest of his team and everyone else there, they really took took great care of us. Uh, everything was set up. They had our scorecards um, marked and told us what holes we were moving up and back on. Um, they they really they did a, a top notch job, and, and it was it was it was fantastic. One of the best golf trips I've ever had. So, a big shout out to them and thank you for for everything they they did for us. Um, I'll definitely, you know, go back there at some point in my life. It, it may not be for a, a gentleman's cup, but definitely to play again there. Cause I really enjoyed the, the four rounds there. Um, Jake, any, any questions? I know you weren't there. Any, anything you, you want to know about the course before we kind of move on to, to Tom's picks and wrap this up? No, man, I think you guys, uh, you guys drew a pretty good picture for sure. Let's hear the picks. My pick for the PGA. Yeah, well, you got well. I guess before that, you guys got any Tom or Vinny or Tom? You got anything else you want to? We missed, you think, or you want to talk about? Oh, I, I, yeah. I think we're good. Between that and the Braves game, you know, having unlimited booze and food. Uh, I don't know how many hot dogs Vinny, you know, piped down, but uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's a theme. It is. How many did you have? There is zero. Actually, that's a lie. I had one. I had one hot dog. Oh. I'm going to start having Vince rate his hot dog experiences, I that, think. That might be a thing. Was it better than Blue Jacks? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a ballpark dog, man. Oh, here we go. Okay. All right. Ballpark dog. <laughs> Vinny's dog of the week. <laughs> <laughs> nah, the pulled, the, I went with the pulled pork. I had two of those. 
Oh, he went with a he went with a double pig dog, a little a little uh, a little dog, and then pork on top. Nachos Very and vodka nice. was a bad decision. Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I don't know. I, I, since Jake wasn't there this year, I, the only other thing I want to hear his wish list. Uh, what? Give me your give me your two wishes for next year. What do you What would you like to see? <laughs> My two wishes. Um... Something that uh, my measly teacher salary can afford. Uh, no, no, seriously. Um, I don't know. I think my uh, my wish is interesting golf. I, I part of the reason why I wasn't trying to make it work for Doral was, frankly, I just didn't really give a shit about Doral. I mean, not that I I don't think that they're like <laughs> really amazingly manufactured, amazingly um, maintained golf courses because they are. But to me, it's just. It's not super interesting if you're like, okay, I, I got to blow this way right and miss the water. And I got to, you know, I, I got two spots I can't drive it in on this hole. I'd rather it be something where, you know, you um, you have to use a little bit more imagination to get around the place, I guess. So that was my, my one takeaway. So something something a little bit more interesting would be cool for next year, I think. But I would like to do the resort thing. I think that after hearing you guys talk about it, um, you know, and pl- I played in the first one in Houston, which was a little different because that's like your hometown. And, and Doug and I talked a lot about Atlanta. I think um, when I heard you guys talking about how great the resort thing was, I was like, man, that's that's the way to go. You know, have the pool and, and your beers and, and your boys just kind of all have a place to be and hang and do whatever it is really nice. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was it was just so convenient because you really would just you could do whatever you want at night. You get back to your room whatever hour of the night or morning, and uh, then you just roll out of bed at whatever time you want. And 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 yeah, it was it was it was it was pretty awesome. So uh, I know we're we're running a little low on time here, Tom. So what uh, who who you got winning the PGA? Who, who who's your dark horse? I got Adam Scott winning. Oh God! Here we go, Adam Scott. He, why? He's you played what? Fly to Australia and jump in the Great Barrier Reef to make that pick? <laughs> no, I mean it's got, it's going to be wet and cold, so it's going to be playing longer than it normally does. So you need someone that's going to be a good driver of the golf ball and is good with long irons. Like why? Can we talk about he he? We got to talk about this in another another episode. But he anchors his putter. No, they let him play. Dude, this this is a, a thing we, we don't know. It's all that honor of the game thing. But um, he, I, I'm I'm like so out on Adam Scott winning anything with that putter. Not even with the anchoring. Just I mean, you could put that thing on your stove, heat it up, and like brand cattle with that thing. It's so good, <laughs> ridiculous. All right, who's your uh, dark okay. horse, Tom? Who you got your dark horse? Justin Rose, if you can call him a dark he's horse. Not a, he's the number two player in the world. <laughs> you gotta go. <laughs> I think you gotta get outside the top twenty-five at least. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't really thought that much. All right, he's got it. he's got Adam Scott. That's fine. I like it. The big the we'll big guy who's putting. Guys, we really appreciate uh, everything, Tom. We really appreciate you coming wait, on, man. Wait, who did y'all take? Oh, so uh, Jake took uh, Rory, and uh, then he took uh, Brooks. Shocker. And uh, I took Tiger, and then guys, y'all are really reaching for the stars on those picks. Hey, well, we had some dark horses. My dark horse was uh, the Canadian guy who won in San Antonio. Corey Connors. Corey Connors. Corey Connors. Hey, who was yours? Though? I had I had Keith Mitchell. That's right. That's right. And my dark horse was Scott, Scott Pierce. He's here. Yeah, he's in the first group tomorrow. He's in like one of the first tee shots. So yeah, it's six fifty or something. Oh, Vince will be up. 
This will be up with a dog, a breakfast dog, ready to watch. <laughs> Got to rate, rate that new dog. Oh, uh, so we have a tradition here, Tom. Are you uh, playing off this weekend? Of course. Where are you playing? Uh, right now, playing Golf Club of Houston on Sunday. Ooh, solid. Weather pick. permitting. Love Golf Club of Houston. All right, well, we're going to have to. Might have to hit up Wildcat at some point. Ooh, Wildcat Country Club. Yep. We're going to have to uh, report, get some reports back on how you did out there. Um, we really appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Tom. Enjoyed Jake. it. Yeah. Jake and Vinny, you guys uh, keep it real, guys. Everybody have a safe weekend, and we will be back for episode three next week. All right, boys. Stay Thanks, well. guys. Don't don't forget to jump on Instagram and follow us at the Breakfast Ball Pod. And don't forget to hit your breakfast ball. Thanks again. Thanks.